we would ultimately go through, which was cutting off my hair, which, which was traumatic. I guarantee you that it was the most traumatic incident of my life. Even cancer was not as traumatic as taking my hair off my head, which I had grown for many years. I think it was about 15 or 14 years. And it was just my crowning glory. So I cried and she held my hand while I cried. I said, taught me many things, which I'm honored and privileged to know. And, you know, I just feel like I need to just say publicly that uh, I'm sorry that I have such a way of just moving in and out when I don't like something instead of speaking about it and making it clear before I go, because I always got to come back the same way I go. So I am just so honored that you have uh, just allowed me to come back with my tail between my legs. <laughs> I say, I say. I say, moving back. Uh, I, I, would, I would like to add, you know, we are, we are both teachers and students simultaneously. So you can't be a good student, you can't be a, teach, a good teacher, and vice versa. And we all make mistakes, and from time to time, we all have to turn around and come back and pick up the pieces. I say. Well, I am so excited because you are the publisher of my favorite book of the moment. I mean, I, I know it's going to be my favorite book of all kinds because it has so much information, and it's so it's such an easy read. It makes you feel powerful. I and see. for those of us that are already gone through the Ianipa or the Ia Locha process, we have found this information to be so. But it's so wonderful that you put it in one book that we don't have to look for it all over the world in order to pull this information together. I see. So, go ahead, Tifia. I would like to say if our research tradition is composed or comprised of many uh, egg-based societies, if you will, and so uh, Iyami Sharanga is another one of those societies of Ifa, Orisha, and is one that is not talked about or shared from the higher ups, if you will, in our tradition. It is the most important Egbe in Ifa, Orisha tradition. And that is not talked about or explained either. You know, we, we, we know of uh, the, the uh, Orisha Egbe. Uh, many of us know of uh, Egungu Egbe. Uh, of course, we know of Ifa, because Ifa is the, uh, the champion of, of the tradition worldwide. But within that a tradition, or within this tradition, is the Egbe of the mothers. And we know without the the mothers, there can be no life. Ah, shit. 
That is the truth. And, you know, for years, you know, that I spent, you know, asking God why I don't have any power, why I don't see my name in the Bible attributed anything other than, you know, minor details. We couldn't be preachers. We couldn't be anything formidable. And that led to my discontent with the whole Christianity because there's no place for women. But right. this book takes us through how that particular power of women has been taken. You want to right. talk about it a little bit? Well, uh, you know, women, uh, we have always had the power. Uh, it was through the futile efforts of uh, male that tried to uh, ex us out of the history. You know, for all purposes intended, it really should not be called history. His story should be called her story, her story, because it is the divine uh, feminine energy came first. As I said earlier on this evening, in any creation myth throughout the world, it states that the world came forth out of darkness, and this darkness is divine feminine energy. And the light, the light pertains to divine masculine energy, but they have taught us erroneously over the centuries that male is the hierarchy of the divine uh, creation, which in itself is a lie. We knew from the beginning of time, way back in ancient Kenneth, ancient uh, Egypt, that the uh, creative force was divine femininity, and it was never questioned. And so there was always mother wishing, uh, mother goddess wishing. It was never God wishing. That didn't come into play until uh, a few centuries back when uh, Pope, Pope Urban I and Constantine the Noble, uh, Constantine the Great, or how we want to call it, uh, linked together and constructed or concocted this, what they call the Holy Book, the Bible. And in it, they wrote some truths, half lies, half truths, and lies, and shoved it down our throats uh, across the globe. And so that's why a lot of the, the killings and the murders and things was taking place way back when uh, in the, uh, what, what you call it, when they were, when they were slaying people way back in the, the temples and stuff. Okay. You mean pre, pre-Christianity or after Christianity? Uh, it was, uh, well, well it, it started uh uh, Pre-Christianity. Uh, let me uh, take my time and break it down because we are not talking 
about Christianity of today. Right. When 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 the when original Christianity started, it started back in Kemet, ancient Egypt, and it started back in Mesopotamia and Memphis and all of those areas. That was true Christianity. Christianity came before Christ. It has nothing to do with the, the man or the figure that we call Christ, uh, that they call Jesus Christ. It has nothing to do with that. As a matter of fact, when that Christianity developed, it developed from uh, with Constantine the Great and uh, uh, Pope Urban I, which was... It was first uh, empirical, and then it became papal. And when they joined forces to bring in the Christianity that we have today that are so full of lies and half-truths, the Christianity uh, that that they accredited to the man, Jesus Christ, it has nothing to do with spirituality. It was all a political when you say he came to change the 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 the, the, the world the, the whatever it was the system was back then, he was talking strictly from a political basis, not from a, a, a spiritual basis. And so the the Jesus Christ that Christian worship today, that is that particular figure, that particular time frame. But true Christianity spiritually started way back before uh, Jesus Christ was even thought of. And what people don't understand is that there were many Jesuses before this particular Jesus Christ that they so they worship today. Right. What, what they worship today is nothing, is nothing spiritual. Uh, I'm sure many Christians get perturbed with me. Uh, you know, for saying this, but I'm about the truth. I'm about teaching the truth. So it is better that they hear this now and hear it later. Or perhaps it's time for them, as we all should go and do some research and look deeply within us, our spirituality, and see what it is all about. That's when you see that they blindly accept when you tell them to do some research read some books so that they could be knowledgeable. Oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. I don't need that. (laughs) So you just accept anybody's word because you believe in the pastor. Pastor make mistakes, too. Right, right. And I might add, a lot of these mega churches, uh, (laughs) such as, T.D. Jakes, Crystal uh, Dollar, and all of them, they know the truth. But when they mount the pulpit, they do not teach the truth. Why? Because it's basically financial support. As long as they can keep them hooked in uh, emotionally to what they're reading from the Iranian book of the Bible, they know that their dollars will keep rolling in and they will keep driving their Mercedes Benz and their Cadillacs and all the above. Oh, no, they're flying planes now. They don't, they, now. They don't 
have to be they don't have to be low on the totem pole because now they fly planes. Oh, oh right, right. Yeah. Right. This is exactly uh, which is not doing their flock any good to know the truth and not teach it and share it. And to keep them, you know, continuously in spiritual bondage. It's not doing them any favor. No, you know, but there are so many of us who would like to take the easy way out. You know, if you don't have to read, you don't have to research or study. It's so easy to go to church on Sunday morning to sit and clap your hands and say one or two words of prayer or go to a choir rehearsal on Wednesday, Thursday nights and whatever, and that's that's all it is. You know, that's a, that's an easy life. You know, you're not... Not doing any sacrifices, you're not doing any uh, character building or character changing or anything. And you just stagnated. And you, you know, you're still locked into the matrix. But myself, I'm interested in teaching the truth that lies beyond the matrix. Okay. Yeah. So that is, again, uh, part of women's role is to bring the wisdom, to bring forth the energy of uh, what we know as the divine feminine, bring it back to the forefront so that everyone can get blessed by that energy that's on the planet this 21st century. Right. Uh, that is one of the reasons why, why the world is so discombobulated at this point. Number one, those who are trying to run or control the world are, are men. Uh, men were never meant to teach anything. That's the role of the female. That's the role of the woman, to teach. And so the, the, the whole um, uh, agenda has been corrupted from way back in eons of time when the Pope Urban I and Constant the Great and stuff took over and tried to teach and run the world from that male stance and then rooting us as females out of the pulpit, out of the limelight. It is the divine mothers who teach. It is divine mothers who nurture is divine mother who who loves and cares for all of us. It is the divine mother that brings life and life in abundance. I say. It it is not the male. Men have not given birth to anything, nor will they ever give birth to anything. And as I stated earlier, if they think they can rule something they would just watch their sperms come and go and die on the vine because unless they make that interest, that contact with the divine femininity, their sperm is going to wither. It's not going to produce anything. That's true. And that it has been shown that uh, females are capable of producing a uh, uh, replica or a baby or whatever you want to call it without males. 
So that was uh, yeah. a personal. Yes, it has. Um, you know, we have to recognize the power of the egg. We know that the egg contains all life, all forms of life. Whether sure. it is uh, whether it is united uh, uh, or or injected with the sperm or no, the the egg still holds all life. And so we don't necessarily need sperm to produce an individual. I say because because the, because within the egg. Uh, it is the sperm. If the egg holds everything, holds all all life, then it must be. In, then the sperm must be contained within the egg. I uh, You know, the egg is the replica of uh, Mother Earth, who in uh, houses inculcates all life here, here in nature. Uh, so we are the equivalent of Mother Earth, the uh, divine feminine, or we as earthly mothers, uh, our jazz, uh we are equivalent to Mother Earth, as, as so as Grandmother Moon. Uh, you know, so often do uh, you hear the Native American uh, refer to Grandmother Moon, and most of us we don't understand the spiritual connection with Grandmother Moon or for Mother Earth, as it were. Those of us who are, are somewhat enlightened, or you know, grasping at our own, our, our own divine femininity, has begun to understand the dynamics of Grandmother Moon, the moon cycle. Okay. Yes. Um, as we know, menstrual blood is the highest form of Ashe for Yeye uh, Ashun. And so since that's so, then it is apropos that we call our Minister's period or the moon cycle. That lets you know the, the great connection between Yashun and Grandmother Moon and, as well as Mother Earth. And back in Africa in days of old or times of antiquity, when females had their period, they would allow the blood to flow back to Mother Earth to feed Mother Earth. So uh, all of this is divine feminine energy, divine femininity, and how it intertwines and and how we intermingle with it, you know, throughout the creation cycle. And it continues to um, be a force for reckoning when nowadays, because we believe the hype, young women are not. Um, they're not going to, you know, 
allow their menstruation to flow back into the earth. They'll probably say, ooh, that's nasty. Or some more crazy. That is because they, as you said, has brought into hype or their their parents, grandparents might have not known that as well uh, because the uh, the replica of um, uh, slavery and the denial of education is, is is so deep, not just with you know black women, but with women. Period. Uh, so we all have to come together as one body and uh, you know try to teach our young women as of today. You know. Uh, they really don't know who they are. Uh, if they knew who they are, they would not be, uh, you know, uh, dressing the way that they do. You know, they, um, allowing men to speak to them any kind of way. Uh, uh, true, true, because they would demand respect. Exactly. Uh, even in the, in the Odu uh, Osa, Osa says that every knee shall bow to the mother, Iyami Yasharanga. But children, all, every knee should bow to us as earthly mothers because we are the, 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 uh, the, uh, the vehicle, if you will, that brought all life to earth. I And if it was not for us, they would not even be here to be able to disrespect us in any form. That's true. It was it was the goodness and the kindness of the creatrix, not the goddess Olo Demare, our divine feminine intelligence that she saw fit to include the divine masculinity. However divine it is, it is them who try to usurp Ashe's Ashe. You know, Ashe is the Ashe is the only uh, female Iwunale. It only took one female to come with that type of energy and power to the earth to make it, you know, continue to go around and be in balance, whereas it took three, um, two or three males to come in concert. But nothing worked for them. Nothing worked for them because they tried to outstart Oshun. It was Oshun who approach the divine countenance of Olodomare, the divine feminine energy, intelligence of the universe, that uh, reprieve was granted, and they were allowed to start over again. And they were told in the process that if they illuminated this divine feminine energy, i.e., that nothing would come to pass. So they had to include her. 
in order yeah. for things to work out. But you and I talked about earlier um, about the um, whole idea of what we as women, and I'm talking to the um, people who are priestesses on different levels and different programs, what we need to do, you know, and it's not about any one particular uh, spirituality, you know, way of being or whatever. It's just as women, you know, what are some of the things we need to do to control this energy and to change the mindset of our daughters and our granddaughters and our sons and our grandsons so they know that women are not, you know, powerless, that they have a lot of power. And frankly, when you, when you see the power, you see that even then uh, a lot of women are stronger than a man in certain situations, emergency, sickness. Well, women are much stronger than men, except for in one area, and that is the the muscular uh, area, you know. um, uh, Men were created to uh, preserve the life that women uh, brought or bring to the world. And in protecting us, they are supposed to work and take care of the needs of the family. Whereas, whereas the mothers are supposed to foster love, tenderness, and understanding and teach. Notice I say teach. That's not the man's job to teach. That is our job to teach. It is our responsibility to teach. And we have to harness that power back from the male uh, energy because they do such a ferocious job with it. And so clearly that you know something is out of sync. And what is out of sync is them trying to become teachers or them trying to teach that is not that innate uh, power that is not that in a gift that's the gift of the female. The other part of that, we as females, we have to step or break that bondage of fear. And one of the reasons we don't know how we're going to break the bondage of fear, we must study it. We must look to the mothers uh, for more knowledge and creativity and um, mobility spiritually. Okay. Even in our Ifa Orisha tradition, our high up, our Babalaos, if you will, they fail to teach. Uh, not only do they fail to teach, which is not their uh, innate responsibility in the first place, but uh, they fail to teach. I've had Bob Lowes come into my living room, which he didn't have to tell me this. I already knew from the beginning 
You know, that's one of the reasons why the mother told me to write the book. But he came here and he told me, and he had two of his almost with him. When he went to Akabo land, Mother Africa to receive Ephah and become Babalao, uh, he had been given, you know, the, the knowledge to know that we are Odu. We are the highest creatures of, of spiritual power that the mother has created, women. Okay. And so that's why we can raise our shame much quicker and much faster than men. But in his process of initiation, he was talking to the Baba Loud and told him, to, you know, the, the, the women, they are Odu. And they told him, they shushed them, say, hush, do not teach them that. We don't want them to know that. There's, there's too much power, too much knowledge for them to know. And when he was on his way to Igbo or to the Grove, uh, when he got to a certain point, he had an encounter with the mothers. And the Babalao that initiated him told him that and they stood aside because they knew what they, what they were dealing with. They stood aside and told him that you have to deal with the mothers. You can't go any further until you deal with the mothers. Because uh, it was a blockade there. And when I say mothers, now I'm speaking physical earthly mothers. And he had to deal with them and bring them homage or whatever. But then and only then was his path clear to go into Igbodu to complete his initiation. And you can bet if he he's not the only one, they're telling that to most men who are getting initiated. But they what they fail to understand is that this is the dawning of the age of aquarium, and the mothers are going to bring forth the knowledge anyway. Aquarium is about knowing. We just left the idea leaving that the 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 ages of Pisces, I think, and that is about. Uh, Believing or understanding, but the the uh, the age of Aquarius is about knowing. It is time. The mothers say it is time for all this knowledge to come to the forefront, regardless of how they try to hide it or whichever force is coming from, whether it's coming from the Babylon or whether it's coming from uh, the Senate or whether it's coming political. It doesn't matter what the what the force is. The mother's going to bring it forward anyway. But my thing is, if you're claiming to be a babalao, or if you're claiming to be a person of the cloth, it behooves us all to teach the truth. I don't care which which tradition you're coming from. And the truth is, is that the divine feminine energy is on the planet, and that we have to learn to find out what our skills and talents are as women, reach in and see our own beauty and wonderfulness and take it outside and allow it to manifest our destiny. Because we are clearly told that we must go forward with good character. And only the individual 
can judge their own good character. I should. Because the individual knows the secrets. Right. So. Of himself or herself. The the time has come for all females to, um, you know, knuckle down and learn who we are as feminine uh, beings. You know, it's, it's, it's not about being this hoochie mama, you know, and all of that. It's not about allowing the men to call you everything but who you are. Because if you know who you are, you wouldn't allow them to call you that. If you know who you are or were, you wouldn't even dream about dating the person who who pants a faggot. Because that in itself is disrespect. The mothers have said that we are to be respected no matter what. And we are supposed to respect ourselves. And those of us who are playing the role of Huchamama, that is not respect. That's true. It is not respect. And the mothers said that, you know, we should uh, protect the the the, the 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 ladder, if you will, that leads us back to the old room, which is the vagina and and the uh, birth canal that leads us back to that leads back to our womb. If you knew how important that was, there ain't no way in the world you would put on these little hoochie mama clothes and stuff and and can't bend over or allow people to see your panties and all of this kind of stuff. And I remember when I was a child growing up, I was so good. They are feeding into social media. That's because they feed me into the social media. And who they be hyping for the social media are characters like Kim Kardashian, these women who show disrespect to themselves. And, you know, even like, you know, they have children, and I'm sure that they wouldn't want their children to do the kind of life that they did in order to have money, you know? I see so I think that, you know, everybody chooses their thing. And I think that if we had more priestess um, temples around where women who are sexually um, drawn to serve that energy of the divine feminine, you know, in a, um, you know, a way that they rit- are ritualized by the uh, people that participate and that, you know, whoever participates are also a part of this um, secret society. And I think that that's what happened, that everything is not secret. I think there are societies that need to be secret and need to be kept away from children until they make up their mind that's what they want to do. So we have to take hold not just of the motherhood, but we also have to take hold of the channels we allow our children to access as babies. Okay. You know, it is it is my belief that children should be introduced to the to the mothers from age twelve. Uh it could be younger than that, but at least age twelve. 
so that you can we can build a good foundation under them so they can know who they are early on and not become uh, a victim, if you will, to the powers that be. Uh, and those who are out there in the public media as the Kardashians and, uh, and those type of people, uh, they, are, they are truly lost. You know, as far as their spirituality, they don't know how divine they are. I don't yeah. even if they know or understand the word divine. I don't know if that's even part of their vocabulary. You know, but uh, so they are following the status quo. And so that's what I mean, you know, when I say in that book, we have to learn how to fly upside down. Those of us who are flying upside down, they just, uh, the, the, the Kardashians and all those people would see us as being out of the ordinary, if you will, or something other than which we are. Uh, but at least we won't fall into those traps that they are falling into. Uh, yeah. So if, if we allow the mothers to teach us how to fly upside down, we will avoid the trappings. Of, of this world, which is, you know, the money, the the, the, the sex, the hoochie mama, and all of this, the sagging of the pants and all of this, because we would respect ourselves more. Well, you know, I want to, I want you to go back and explain uh, how, um, how uh, people who have evolved and elevated uh, think of, uh, you know, homosexuals and all of that. And then also I would like you to go back over uh, flying upside down. Well, you know, first of all, um, the, the problem with homosexuality is that mankind put their stamp on it. Um you know, they think that they have within them, them the power, uh, the authority, or the audacity to say what is acceptable, what is right, and what is wrong. Uh, I, I beg the difference. Uh, talking about now, Orisha Abatala, he is what we call hydrogenous. That means he's male and female. Okay. So then we have people out there who are androgynous, male and female. We have people out here who are morphodite. Morphodite is uh, defined as uh, an individual born with both sexual uh, uh, tools, if you will. They have a vagina and a penis. Or they right. have partially developed, you know, organs and what have you. Who is to say among us that that is right and that is wrong? Abatala is, is the deity that forms us in our mother's womb. If he wants to show his ashe, his power, by creating, by creating such beings, so be it. So we do not 
We do not have the authority or the power to come against Abatullah and tell him what he can and cannot do. Evidently, it must be accepted to the, with the divine creator's mother goddess to even allow it to happen in the first place. So where do we get off at as human beings? I turn our nose up at somebody. Okay. You know, it's, it's you know, we, 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 as human beings, we are arrogant <laughs> individuals. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, uh, you know, who to say, we, we could have been, been born, you know, like that. Uh, it is not, it, it is not a right and wrong issue. It, it is a just is issue. You know, even in uh, Akaba land, uh, Yeyashun is known as being a uh, hermaphrodite, both male and female. Olokun is seen as being either male or female. You know, so if, if this is so between and among the deities, do we not have common sense enough to know that it's going to happen among human beings as well? I see. Everything that we have experienced here on earth has already been experienced between the deities. And all of us are almost the children of one or two of the deities. And we all are going to bring some of the aspects of all the deities. I see. So where they get on that high house talking about this, that, and the other is is beyond me. Now, grant you, there there are some preferred lifestyles, a lifestyle that might not be so adequately or tastefully done. But that's a, that's among all humans. I mean, if you're heterosexual, you know, I people people do things that's not acceptable. <laughs> And who uh, we should say that this person was born this way or born that way. Nobody knows that but the the divine creatures and that person. You know, we can't say this this is something they are experiencing or something they are trying or something. We uh, we do not have the audacity to say that. No, we don't. We do not know. We know about ourselves. You know, in connection with the creator, how we were created, and each individual had that same connection. It is not fair to us or fair to them to sit in judgment, and it's especially not fair to be cruel and mean to them, to force them to live a life in the closet, and to be afraid to come out and live who they are. I say. So seriously, you're going to get killed or murdered. And that should not be. You should be allowed that to be yourself. That should not be. As long as you're not harming yourself or another person, you know, we have to really um, respect boundaries. I think that's right. clear. We have to establish boundaries of what is our business and what is not our business. Because right. a, so we have to have an American identity that doesn't come with 
guns and knives and and uh, bullets and all the various different ways drone to kill you. There's got to be a way for us to love ourselves into peace and harmony. I believe. Right. Right. You know, of course, in terms of the mothers, Iyami Ashuranga, divine femininity, uh, we know that they they travel in threes. Uh, we know that they are the divine feminine uh, mothers who, uh, you know, reign in the heavens, who are advisors to Olodomare, Mother Goddess, the divine feminine intelligence of the universe. And, but uh, they are also um, earthly, Ajay, uh, and uh, those first three that I mentioned, they are the the uh, controllers, if you will, and the guides for their three earthly uh, ajays, which is Ajay Fumfum, Ajay Kupa, and Ajay Dudu. Now, Ajay Fumfum is what we call uh, the White cloth, if you will, uh, which I which I did, Fum Fum brings a lot of uh, uh, energy, brings a lot of, of many blessings. But don't get it twisted. I did Fum Fum will reprimand you if need be if you disrespect her. Or she will have a shoe or whoever to to will the sickle, if you will. There are also Ajay Pupa, which is the red cloth. Ajay Pupa is the most deadliest one there is. Ajay Pupa is the one that will kill. And she will do her own killing. Uh, and then we also have Ajay Dudu, which is the black cloth. Ajay Dudu can be ruthless. But Ajay Dudu do not kill. Ajay Dudu is so ruthless to that, that she make you wish you were dead. So all the Ajayas have their own realm of mystics, their own realm of mystery of spirituality. And so when we are working the mothers or coming in contact with the mothers, we should be adept to know which of the mothers we are working with. Sometimes we are working with all three. But all three will recommend if you come uh, with disrespect. They will recommend. And they are not merciful when they bring their recommend. But other than that, the mothers are wonderful. They're just like any other mother. You know, when we were kids growing up, if we hurt our mothers or we did something that they didn't like for us to do, they reprimanded us. And depending upon the severity of what we did, the, uh, uh, the mothers are the same way. Iyami Oshirani is the same way. 
So there's no need to be afraid of them, but there is need to respect them and honor them. I say. So knowing that, then you don't have to be shrouded in that uh, with the fear factor. You know, uh, you don't have to be afraid to talk about them. What we what I teach is that the, the, the word object, if you're not uh, initiated or have not been formally introduced to the mother, that's a word that you need to keep out of your mouth, object, because that word idea wields too much power. It can be negative or positive, just like any other thing. It's in the world. That's the uh, the world was created with the duality, negative and positive. But the word I dare hold and wield too much I share. And so for those of us who are uninitiated or unintroduced to them, the proper uh, way to refer to them is the mothers or Iyami or Iyami Ashwanga. I say. And so, you know, when you come to initiate heads, priestess, and you're asking about the, uh, the, the idea, the first thing is, shh, don't, 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 don't say that, and then, then they walk away. But then they don't tell you why. But for the most part, they don't know why. Because the, their teachers, their audiobones, most likely who were male, Babalao, a priest, did not teach them. And so they don't know why. They just know they're fighting. So I'm telling you now why. It's not that they're that they're that um, bent on negativity and stuff. It's just that it's, uh, it's just too much power. Your head have nothing tempered for that. I said. You know, for you to even stir up that energy. But you, you can always talk about the mothers. You know, you can always... They can always approach me anytime and ask me about the mothers, ask me about Iyami or whatever. And if you say, I did, now I look at you and I know you're not informed and to do something, I'm going to tell you, that's the word you don't eat. This is the word you can eat. Yeah. And still get the information out there to them. Yeah, people need to know that information because there's a lot of uh, young ones that are you know, picking up the traditions. Some of them know what they're doing, and some of them don't. And um, right. is is that, you know, we have to approach them very cautiously because they right. are, but still we have to come to honorable but, attitude. But, you know, that's the same way we have to approach the mother. We have to approach the mother with caution, respect, adoration. And so it's no different, you know. We approach the the young ladies, or the girls, with with caution and respect. You know, you don't give them, you don't give, I mean, you don't feed a baby, you know, solid food at once. You you give them pablum, you know. Uh, you give them something soft, something that they can digest or that they can understand, you know. And you gradually. Teach them, you know. As we say in Ifa Orisha, bit by bit, you get ahead of the rat. Uh-uh. You know, because by coming talk to them, perhaps like I'm talking to you, they don't know heads or tails of what I'm talking about. 
Yeah, and that's the problem. Right. But uh, you can you can bet for sure when one of us get in deep trouble and come searching or seeking, we'll come to a point, you know, where where we'll listen, or the mother will bring us to that that stage where we have to listen, just like Orisha, or just like a Gungu, you know. We will, we will have we will have an opportunity to 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 meet with them. You know, they're not going to allow too much to to heap up on us without pulling our coattail first. I see. You know, sometimes they have to pull it harder than others, and sometimes that's why we fall on our face harder than others because we were hard headed. And didn't listen. It wasn't that uh, because the mother was not talking to us, or the agent wasn't talking to us, or Risha was not talking to us. Just that we didn't listen, or we that we wanted to do it our way. Yeah. And that does make a difference. Yes. It does. So, uh, uh, Chief Ia, if you could um, share with the uh, listeners. The concept of flying upside down, because I think that is so unique and powerful, and I recommend that everybody buy a book, invest in this book, and it will be a tool for workshops and especially uh, sisters who are looking to um, strengthen their priesthood, you definitely need to have this as a resource book, Yami Osaronga, Divine Femininity. And that's by Chief Iyanifa Iyalode Babe Mileke Bam Tumashe. And Ashe is a magnificent book, and I just loved it, loved it. Every 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 chapter is uh, rem- reminding you and, you know, connecting you with the Odoos that you have read, for those of us that read Odoos. Uh, some of us that do color uh, readings or numbers, even, um, you know, just as far as my my knowledge of astrology, I see that. That also fits in with the astrological things that are going on right now, as well as the, um, you know, force that is pushing the greedy people out the way and bringing together people that are seeking to gain knowledge and wisdom on how to survive through this shift in consciousness. Because it is a shift in consciousness. Not everybody get it. Ashe. Ashe, Ashe. Well, number one, uh, learning to fly upside down is uh, a concept of higher spiritual knowledge, or, or you know, rising to uh, uh, to a higher spiritual plane. And once we elevate our consciousness to a higher spiritual plane. Uh, it is then that we start to embrace or understand uh, the concept 
of flying upside down, which means we do not go along with the status quo. We do not jump off the cliff just because somebody else is jumping off the cliff. In other words, we learn and we know better and we do differently. And uh, as one would say, maybe we call it going against the grain. That means we're going against the natural grain uh, that, that is seen. But we have our sights on the uh, that that is unseen. So it, it, uh, it talks about both the seen and the unseen or the spiritual and the mundane. It is it is when we understand our relationship to the spiritual world that we can avoid the trappings of the mundane of this world. So we don't have to follow in the footsteps of a Kardashian or or, or we will begin to understand our spiritual work and understand our purpose here on earth that will not allow us to become trapped. And we will be able we will be able to hear above the noises of this world. And when I say noises, you know, uh I do mean just that. You know, I mean uh uh, all the, the songs that have this ungodly uh, uh, words or lyrics, uh, yeah. I'm talking about all of the depravity uh, uh, that causes us to flounder, uh, whatever it causes, whatever that gets in the way of block our spirituality. Uh, once we learn how to move in a different vein or fly upside down, we won't get bogged down or trapped with all this other stuff. And yeah. uh, one of the better ways to do it is to embrace the mothers, embrace divine femininity, and allow them to teach and nurture us. And in, in doing so, we can share and teaching that to others and have them to be able to, uh, you know, defy uh, the, uh, all the negativity that's coming our way. Well, you know definitely that people are going to need the energy of mother, whether it's earthly mothers, spiritual mothers, you know, you're going to need the energy of mothers. So if your mom is, just, you know, having departed the world, keep in contact with her, you know. Let her know what's going on in your heart, and she'll always lead you to where you need to go. I see. I see. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very excited about um, this book because I know that where I am, I'm going to start a group. And I was trying to figure out what the heck to do with them. And here it goes, locked right in my lap. I book, I would have wrote that book. <laughs> well, I said, you know, give, give credence and uh, uh, thanksgiving to the mothers. Uh, it was the mothers that this book came about, as I would say, as I say, one day I was laying on my couch. Spirit told me, he said, get up and write what you know about the mothers. I see. And so I obeyed the order and thus came forth the book. 
So whoever the mothers took this book in the hands of, it was meant for you. Not just for women, but for men and women. Men need to know, know the content of this book in order so that can, they can start to treat us better. I'm saying treating the people in their life better because All right. a lot of guys have somebody in their life and rather than treat that person better, they're looking for some other details. Right. And of and course, we know. If I may, if I may add a, a personal touch, uh, the, the significant other that I'm involved with uh, read the book. He read the first chapter before he put it down. But I can tell you, he's been a different individual ever since you read that book. I say. I say. I say, and you know what? Just order B. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I, I advise everybody, get you a copy. This is going to be in your... Manual, you know, so to speak, your shadow book, whatever you use, you know, your book of power, you know, you need to even sit down and connect what you know to what is already listed in the book. Because it all correlates together. Women, I, I love it when you put in the book that we are Odu. We are Odu. We don't have to be given it. We are Odu. We were born Odu. We are Odu. And those of you who purchased my book, my phone number's in the book. I, I think it's near the back. And probably one of the last chapters or so. But my phone number's there. If you need further contact or explanation or what have you. And I might add too. There's also a second book that is not on the the the, the market as as this one is, but it is published. But you have to buy it directly from me. And the name of that book is Rituals, Flying with the Mothers, with the Circle Born Book. I say, so I look yeah. forward to that one too, because um, one thing for sure is never dull or uninteresting, or just, you know, the spirit is always manifesting themselves, you know, to where we need to be. So I for self that, you know, the power of the ashe that is generated, you know, when we come together as women and putting our power together, when we come together as family, because we can come together with men well, when you when you come in a few weeks, I do plan to circle. So uh, we, we we do plan to to circle and uh, lift up the mothers. So I was in uh, Atlanta on the twenty first, and I say we will be lifting up the mothers. I say yes. so. Chief Ed, did you want to invite anyone to join us or uh yes of course. Uh you live here in, in the Atlanta area? Yes. 
Of course, of course. Uh, if, if if you know anyone, they are certainly welcome. We we are open to to all females. Uh, you know, uh, the the only requirement is that you must be female. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh Now, as I said in the book, you know, uh, all circles are not totally one hundred percent female. Uh, there might not be some male in, you know, in the circle, but at this point. Our circle is female. There have not been any males who come forth yet who want to be part of the circle. But if they should come forth, uh, they will be accepted. Yeah. I see. Uh, uh, you know, a, a lot of people have problems with with um, uh, the 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 uh, mixed group, if you will. But we. We we just never had uh, anybody a male to come, you know, want to be part of the group or even know about the yummies or what have you, you know. Yeah, and then you know sometimes you know when when the group grows or the concept grows and stuff, you might have two groups. You might have all female group and you might have a mixed group. You know, one one needed one time and one needed the other. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it, it is not an isolated situation. Uh, our goal and purpose is to return back to the divine creatrix, the divine feminine intelligence of the universe. And, you know, it's a group effort. You know, we can't throw out the baby with the bath water. You know, uh uh, you know, we are not trying to demean our masculinity because evidently the mothers, uh, the divine creatures knew that the that the masculine was was important, else she would not have created. So, but you know, as human beings, that just some of us who have problem with circling with mixed groups, you know, or you know with homosexual or gays or what have you, you know, so we have to provide a forum for everybody. And that's like always, it's really uh, more geared towards um, the ego. The ego, because the universal force of God, the creator, she never tells or say that because she created all and she didn't create right. no job. Everybody uh, a person that is born good and blessed and born to do something great. And it's just and that true. we have to allow you know about, I about three years ago I had the opportunity to meet uh, uh, a gay person. Uh, she was female. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, by, by parents, I didn't recognize who she was. I didn't know who she was, male or female, to be quite honest with you. But uh, I was sitting outside of my apartment this particular night, and so she came by, and she said, she spoke to me, and she said that I used to live here. I'm thinking, okay, well, I had heard a little bit of the history about the apartment. It wouldn't do great. I said, okay. And so she said that, the neighbors had been telling her about me that I was uh, voodoo and that uh, 
And so she said she told me, no, but maybe, no, she's not blue. She said, she's not blue. And she said, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe she's not doing anything negative or evil or whatever. And I said, too, I said, let me tell you one thing. I'm a voodoo queen and a Orisha priestess. And I said that, she turned around three times mm-hmm. and run, I grabbed her. I said, you will not run this night. You're going to stand and learn who you are. You're going to learn about your African heritage. You're going to learn who you are because you're going totally on the the erroneous information that has been fed to you by the white man. I said, so you're going to hear who you are tonight. Because so, I have not to But she stood there and we talked. And I didn't, like I said, I didn't know she was male or female, but the conversation went on so until she told me that she had a grandchild. Still, I didn't know whether she was male or female, because you can be male and have grandchildren, you know what I'm making. But did she say something in the conversation to let me know that she was female? And she was so, so trying uh, to be uh, accepted or to be all, all right with herself as being a lesbian. You know, and I ask, I say, do you think the creator made made a mistake when they created you? Uh, she said, no. I said, do you think, you know, the creators created junk when they created you? I say, now, you know those two factors. You don't have to be worried about what society is saying about you. You are loved just as much as I am by the Creator. Be true to yourself. Live who you are. You know who you are, and don't try to prove prove yourself to anybody. Be you, and be proud of being you. Okay. And thank the Creator for your for your uh, creation. And she left that night feeling real good about herself. And I told her, I said, you can come here and talk to me anytime. You know, problems or just just plain, you know, visit, whatever. If you need to talk and you need to, you know, bond or whatever, I'm here for you. You know, you're great in the creature's eyes as I am. And don't you ever, don't ever feel any different. And And she did come back. She came back one one time, and I was really busy. I was getting ready to do some rituals and stuff, and and I was really busy, so she knocked on the door. So I, said, I told one of my old I said, answer the door. And they answered, but at that time, I really didn't have any any time to spare. And uh, so I said, well, who is it? And they told me who it was. And I said, okay, tell her to come in. And she came in. And sit down, and she and I talked and stuff. But she said she had a, like a, I guess a migraine, a splitting headache, and and all this kind of stuff. She explained to me some other stuff that was going on. I took the time out and talked to her because okay. I told her she'd come anytime. And she came in when she left. She told she thanked me a lot, and she said her headache was gone. That was a blessing. So that's what, you know, that's what being a priest is or a spirit is all about, is doing the little things in life. 
Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, Keith, Ian, you know we have uh, quite a few people, and I know that they want to give you a high hello uh, for the length of time that you've been speaking. So we only have a short window, 13 minutes, and we want to make sure that everyone gives you their love. I love you, Ashe. So I'm going to uh, open up the um, 44447 four, 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 number. Ashe. 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 Very nice, very nice. Uh, I'm enjoying listening, and and, uh, uh, I'm just thankful that that, uh, this uh, program is happening tonight. I I was late in making and typing the announcement on on my iPad. I don't know if anyone really got it in time, but in any case, I'm glad that I'm here. I'm glad that you all are here. And uh, um, I say my fair phone to uh, Iyamio Sharanga. And I'm thankful for how she's teaching us to fly upside down, and which we are doing right at this moment. I do. I do. <laughs> for those that don't know, I want to share with my listening audience that the one that spoke just now, she is my first homo. She is an homo. 21 plus years. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm going to open up. I'm going to open up 444549. Okay. Greetings, 444549. Abaru, Abu, Yeah, Abu, Shish. I agree, Chief. For to me, Lekki, for to me, Share. I agree, Awo. For Lola. Yes. Alafia. Alafia, yeah. This is Amashigo. 
Well, um, yeah, TV, I definitely want you to spend the last five minutes giving the message of uh, love that you want to give, but I do want to take uh, time and just read um, just a, another uh, beautiful uh, page that you wrote, and it's uh, I won't Ajay Iwari. Ajays are gathered at the crossroads. Ajays are gathered in the treetops. Ajays are gathered on the hillside. Ajays are gathered on the sea roads. Ajays are gathered at the abandoned houses. Ajays are on the water. Ajays are in the air. Ajays are gathered everywhere. Yes, Ajays are gathered here in the circle of Iyami, Iye no Ubo, the spirit of the night, Yanla, our great mother, Aseo. 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 informing us that, you know, we can go to many places in nature and placate the mothers. Uh, you know, we don't necessarily have to always go to a, a big tree or, or abandoned house where we get choices where we can go. We know that Iyami Ashuranga or Ajayas do not have an earthly home. If they do, no one knows it, and, and if they do know it, they will never share it. So then uh, that's why it is so important to when we receive our Iyani pot that no one shall ever know where that pot is. Some people might receive Iyani that don't have a pot. But those of us who have pots, there's no one supposed to know where that pot is but the person or the owner of that pot. Because as it says in scripture, no one knows where the home of Iyami is. Okay. So, so we have to keep in congruence with that. But being that, making that be, uh, for that to be so, we can uh, we can always go to them at the hilltop. We can placate them on the waters. We can placate them. And a tree, and we can placate them at an abandoned house. We can placate them at the crossroads because we know that Iyami, along with Eshu and Alokun, are in the crossroads. Those three days is in the crossroads. You know, when we first came into the tradition, we were taught that only Eshu is in the crossroads, but that is not totally correct. Eshu is in the crossroads, but so is Iyami. And so is Holokun. All three of those deities in the crossroads. I see. But we can also placate them up on the waters because we know the great mother, Yemaya, uh, 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 is Iyami. I see. Oya is Iyami. Ashun is Iyami. Yewa is Iyami. Oba is Iyami. Aziza is Iyami. I see. Yabe is Iyami. 
It's like go on and on calling the names of Biyani. So Obayanla is Biyani. Obayanla is the oldest female aspect of Abatala. That's Biyani. Of course, you can go to the mountain and the hilltop. You can play Kaden virtually anywhere. I see. You know. All the female Orisha are Biyani. She, she's here. I have loved, 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 loved this um, magnificent discussion. I am. Uh, it actually was a teaching, and I'm praying that everybody downloads the episode so that they can really get the feel and the love of the mothers in their heart as they move forward in our lives. I share uh, shape this negativity. So I, I want to thank all the listeners and give you love and blessings for next week and for beyond that and may I you a uh, beautiful, beautiful uh, ascension of knowledge and wisdom and understanding. I say. I say. I, I give thanks and credence to the mothers. I say. I say. We are all we are all looking forward for you to grace us with your presence here in the ATL Atlanta. Okay. I say. Ten twenty one. I'll be there. Right. Go down. Ten twenty one. I'm coming. No, okay. May no May May twenty one. Okay. I mean, I, I'm sorry. May twenty one. Sorry. You said 10, that's October. We, we look at yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, sorry. <laughs> okay. Good night, all. We love you, and we want you to just manifest your greatest and most powerful, highest destiny that you get. I say it.
Houston. 